right. And we are back on the Info Wars uh, fourth hour here at Counterspin Media, Calvin and Hannah coming to you from New Zealand. Now, you may have uh, been following what happened last year, 2022 in February. There was a convoy that was very much inspired by the Canadian Truckers Convoy. And uh, what we'd like to do now is actually um, get the B-roll running. And the convoy came from the North Island all the way to Wellington and from the South Island all the way up to Wellington. They had to cross over. And what you're seeing here now, Calvin, are images from outside Parliament where thousands of people were camped out for three weeks. Tens of thousands of yeah. people were cleaning up daily. And there were some, of course, as you can see, who decided to make Parliament grounds their own because it is. And they decided uh, it was time to send a message to government to state that we're not going to take it anymore. In fact, they played that song uh, quite a lot. This here, within a 10-day period, there was a fully functioning town it had everything. It had supply lines. It had medical. It had um, daycare for children. It had everything you could possibly want in a town environment. Um, unfortunately, the government didn't like the fact that we were camping on their lawn and decided to send over 800 police officers in to quash it. Now, a lot of violence was seen. We were reporting live throughout, and we were bringing these um, scenes to the public, unfiltered by the mainstream uh, lens. And as you can see there, there's a lot of brutality going on. In fact, people had um, broken sternums, they had fractured skulls, uh, broken bones, many were pepper sprayed and gassed. And this is all because, and it was a very peaceful protest. On the last day only did we have people that were not part of that protest turn up to cause a major problem in order to then have them say, see, we were justified in doing what we did. Well, we know this sorts of thing, this sort of thing happens quite a lot throughout the world in different protests. And in that first week, Calvin, when, um, in day three, yeah, now what we're seeing, this is the last day where fires were started and people were actually saying that uh, there was controlled opposition um, agent provocateurs who were starting this mayhem. And it was very much reported in the mainstream media to be like a January 6th where they were trying to obviously um, storm into the capital and they were trying to draw the comparison. But in fact, it was completely different. Um, and you see there the lines of police. Um, and like I was going to say, in the first week, protesters held the line against the police for 12 hours. Um, they didn't relent. And so they managed to stay for another two to uh, three weeks in total. And then this last day was just absolutely devastating. Um, there you go, the pepper spray. Uh, they had rubber bullets. Um, it was just absolutely horrific. And uh, for a small nation like New Zealand, we hadn't seen a big um, convergence on parliament like this since the 1980s. And it really was such an amazing... And you'll see there, um, there are brown faces there, but of course the mainstream media was reporting that it was full of white supremacists, the Nazis... Far right. We all seem to be far right. I'm still trying to find where the centre is. And if they mean far right by you're absolutely correct, we will take that. But other than that, I have no idea what the hell we're talking about. And it's, yeah, it's just the same playbook playbook around the world. Counterspin was um, demonised for apparently, you know, causing a lot of the um, interest in this event. Um, but so many of you saw what was happening in that first week when the, when the first lot of police came in and you could not 
um, do anything except get down there because it was just so horrific. Now, after this whole event, there was so much depression because it was actually such an amazing event. You know, as we said, it was all free. You know, everyone was just working together to hold their ground against the mandates, the government overreach, um, the, the tyranny that was coming out in New Zealand. Now, what we did after that is we decided, uh, because people wanted us to carry on, we went on tour around New Zealand. Now, we just want to play you a clip here of the Let's Not Forget tour where we want to lift everybody's spirits after that depressing moment in Wellington on March the 2nd. Okay, it's, it's Storm's maiden full glory presentation to the people. So she's got her decals on, she's looking amazing. And uh, we're on the bus and we can't wait to meet the people of Whanganui. The storm is upon us. <laughs> the storm is coming. <laughs> We've got Paris, our wonderful driver there at the front. Made the trek down from Tauranga. And we are, of course, in Whanganui. We are indeed. And uh, we look forward to meeting all the people. And we're off. Spin bus, the storm is coming. Here we are. Yeah, just past that. There's Dana, our tour manager. Truth, courage, freedom. New Zealand's media revolution, counter spin. How beautiful does it look, team? Alright. Look at that. For the people, by the people. Go away as it's progressing in. That is stunning. We're live streaming here from Wanganui. We're just about to go have a quick change. We'll see you soon. Look forward to it, guys. See you in there. And Calvin, how did you find that tour? It was an amazing tour, actually. We got to see all parts of the country and we got to hear everybody's stories. In fact, we took the show to them. We gave them the mic so they could get everything that they had locked up inside out. We asked polling questions at every event. Um, how many people know those who have been injured by this jab? I refuse to call it a vaccine because it is not. It is a jab. It's a weapon that's uh, causing a lot of carnage, certainly here in New Zealand. Uh, Dr. Guy Hatchard, who will be on with us um, in the next segment, will uh, attest to that and bring the actual stats um, to um, bear to show you exactly what's happening here. I think you'll have the same thing in the US and in other parts of the Western world. Yeah, and we uh, had a lot of people also sharing their experiences from down in Wellington, um, either the police brutality or their, their amazing uplifting uh, experiences down there. It was really because the, New Zealand was was smashed after the Wellington protests ended in such a violent way because we have 120 politicians here in New Zealand and at the Beehive and not one single one of them came out to talk to the protesters and see what they were about. The mainstream media was absolutely silencing uh, the voices of the people and they were twisting um, the narrative and made it and, and demonised the protesters. So we have 120 parasites here and leeching <laughs> off the people. Yes, exactly. So that was part of the tour and uh, people really loved it. And like Kelvin said, we did a lot of um, stories, but 
what we want to tell you now is that we were actually arrested and they stole the footage that we uh, got on that tour. Now, this happened after a documentary um, came out called Fire and Fury. Now, we have a little clip of that that was um, made by mainstream media here in New Zealand. And in 2021, ALP launched Counterspin Media. We must hold the line. We are in a war. It's an information war. A far-right online TV channel running at that stage on the platform of former Trump campaign chief Steve Bannon. Are you prepared to give it up and let these elites take it and just give it away? That's the power that elected Donald Trump. Bannon believes the 2020 US election was stolen and calls mainstream media the opposition. And all the mainstream media hailed as the great podium of truth, I call it bull is um, turned out to be complete and utterly false, fake, phony liars. Incredible, absolutely incredible. This is about identity making and meaning making to, um, to claim a space of leadership, a claim of space of importance. So if the military command is watching this, and I guarantee you they will be. Counterspin live streamed throughout the Wellington occupation, with ALP repeatedly calling for an overthrow of the government, including a military coup. We'll be happy for it to be in your safe hands. Because the criminals that occupy Parasite Palace, laughingly called the Beehive, need to be gone. Fellow Counterspin presenter Hannah Spearer is Calvin Alp's partner. She describes herself as an anti-feminist and a patriot. To resist, of course, this tyrannical government, which is not going to stop. It's a system, of course, as we all know, just uh, going around the globe. And, um, you know, at this point, it's slavery versus freedom. And that was absolutely atrocious there, Calvin, trying to slander you and trying to say that you were actually trying to instigate some sort of overthrows. Absolutely false. is a war on for your mind. Your mind is a battlefield. This is an information war. InfoWars popularized those terms more than two decades ago. And today, whether it's Donald Trump or Governor DeSantis or Dr. Robert Malone, they're all using the terms that InfoWars has popularized because we understand the enemy's operations and we know how to beat them. But we can't do it without funding. And we make it easy to fund with great products that empower you and your immune system and your family as well. You can also make straight donations at InfoWarsStore.com, clicking on the big red banner, a one-time or recurring. But I'm asking you to take action. We're nonviolent. But every time you donate money, every time you buy products, every time you keep us on air, you are literally, nonviolently, politically, punching the new world order in the nose, punching their lies in the nose. We are going to defeat the new world order. We're going over the top, but right now is a critical juncture. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com and donate now. Donate now. Donate now. Great, and welcome back to the fourth hour on the Alex Jones Show, hosted by Hannah and Calvin from Counterspin. We are going to bring Guy Hatch out on shortly, but before we do that, we just wanted to explain from that previous segment what happened to Calvin after that Fire and Fury documentary aired t- 10 days later. 10 days later, we were arrested on August 25th last year. We've had three court appearances so far. The arrest was for sharing a link to a foreign website, a UK investigative documentary that was going on into the incident that we had here in Christchurch, March 15th, 2019. Apparently, they don't like questions being asked. They don't like real investigative journalism that's saying, hey, your official narrative stinks. 
we can got more holes than Swiss cheese. And um, in true fashion, we're holding the line. We're not taking our foot off the gas, and we are going to push back on that. Yes, Calvin, and that link was actually posted way back in February, and it took them over six months to actually get their case sorted. They didn't give us a takedown order. They didn't ask us to uh, remove the link or review anything that we had done. We didn't actually post any. Um, well, here's the kicker. It was made objectionable after it was posted. Yes, and that is very interesting. And we haven't shared any footage of the um, live stream that the um, shooter put out, Brenton Tarrant, because, of course, that was deemed objectionable and also uh, the manifesto. So we haven't done anything like that. And yet still, we are facing 14 years in jail. And uh, if you would like to help us out, counterspinatmedia.com, our legal fees are starting to mount up. So um, like everywhere, if you're telling the truth, they come after you. And um, just before we bring Guy on now, we also want to give you a quick update on baby Will. Many of you will have been following that story last year. His was did an amazing job getting that global. They absolutely did. Um, and, of course, baby Will simply uh, needed life-saving heart surgery and his parents wanted the unvaccinated blood. And here in New Zealand, the uh, New Zealand blood donor organisation would not allow the over 20 donors that the family already had lined up to give him the blood, they would not allow that to happen. So baby Will is doing very well. He went home just before Christmas. Um, he's recovering at home. He's still getting um, help with his feeding through the tube, but um, his parents are very happy, and uh, it's all very good at this point. But of course, everyone knows the various state actors took their parents to court to take guardianship to make that operation happen. Uh, we hear that there is suspicion that unjab blood was actually used. We will uh, be able to confirm that shortly. Um, so, yeah. But the, oh, my problem is the court case precedent still set, and that's what I do not like. That's right, and uh, we now don't have a right to uh, unjabbed blood. And we're going to bring Guy Hatch out on now to talk about this very thing, the vaccines, and exactly what's happening okay. here in New Zealand. Yeah, they aren't a, a, a vaccine. Now, if you don't know Guy Hatchard, and our um, US audience probably doesn't, Guy is... Um, He's an international advocate for food safety and natural medicines. He received his undergraduate degree in logic and theoretical physics. Um, he was formerly a senior manager at Genetic ID, a global food safety testing and certification laboratory. Welcome to the show, Guy. Welcome. Good to be good to be here. Good to be here with your global audience. And uh, we're here in New Zealand. Uh, we're in a situation, uh, as many other countries are, where we have excess all-cause deaths. We have very few deaths from COVID. Um, and what we're seeing is that uh, the more injections that you have, the more susceptible you are to serious illness and death uh, if you catch COVID. And uh, we're... I know that this is familiar to viewers. Uh, we're seeing it all over the world. We are in a in a unique position here in New Zealand because we had a whole year when we didn't have any COVID, but we had the vaccinations. And so you can't blame the excess deaths on the, on the uh, COVID itself, because what we saw was that as the number of vaccinations increased, so did the rate of uh, deaths. So we're sitting, we're kind of sitting back from this now and we're thinking, well, what can we do about this? What do we face in the future? 
And the key point that I want to contribute this morning is the fact that what has happened is that we've seen that biotechnology is essentially, essentially very, very dangerous. So we've launched a global campaign, a campaign, we're calling it GLOBE, uh, a campaign for global legislation to outlaw biotechnology experimentation. And I want to show you how this works. If we can have the slide that I have on the physiology as a whole. Yes, that should be image six, approximately. The physiology okay. image, and, and that's your VAX image. We've got the VAX stats up that's there first, the Guy. Which basically shows in the dark green that um, as far as COVID deaths are concerned, 53% in October were boosted and they accounted for 71% of the deaths. And you can see from the green bar getting bigger and bigger that uh, the situation is getting worse and worse. So let's move on to the next slide. That should be image seven. Yeah, there you go. This is, I think, absolutely critical to the uh, to the whole issue that has come up. You know, what has happened now is that uh, medical interventions are now the leading cause of death in the world, and that's what COVID has done for us. That's what COVID vaccination has done for. We know COVID comes from a lab. And we know the vaccination interferes with the way our DNA works. How does it do that? Well, in this diagram, you can see that the DNA is the controlling center of intelligence in the physiology. And the interface at the bottom of the chart between DNA and the rest of the physiology, all the macromolecules, the cells, tissues, organs, and organ systems, the interface is the RNA. The RNA is what transfers information from the DNA and controls the way the body works. So mRNA vaccination changes the way that the RNA works. And that's why we're seeing such a huge range of side effects in, in the liver, in the kidneys, in the brain, neurological systems, in the heart, the circulatory systems, and so on. So this is absolutely dangerous technology. And so that's why we've launched this campaign, this campaign for global legislation outlawing biotechnology experimentation. And the center for that is our site globe.global. So we're launching this from New Zealand and we're reaching out all across the world to basically say we have a system that is uh, a, a biotechnology system that is really uh, affecting our health in every area of our health. It's uh, it's unbelievable. People knew about this. People have no people in biotechnology. I've worked in biotechnology. People knew that it was dangerous, but they went ahead with commercial pressures and undermining. Yeah, absolutely. The and um, what we're going to do, um, Guy, is we're going to just cut to the break shortly. And what we're going to do when we come back is because people are losing so much faith now in big pharma, we're going to talk about how the New Zealand government is shutting down natural herbs and natural medicines and actually going to take away our birthright to actually heal our families and heal our bodies with everything that God provided on this earth. Um, and it's also being taken over by Big Pharma. 
And now we are continuing our chat with Dr. Guy Hatchard because it's really important that we understand what's happening here in New Zealand. Uh, we have the Therapeutic Products Bill that was tabled to the New Zealand Parliament last year on the 30th of November. And it's been through its first reading right before Christmas on the 14th of December when everyone was getting ready to wind down for the summer down here, um, down under. And of course, uh, it will go through uh, for a second reading and submissions are due uh, by the 15th of February here in New Zealand. So, Dr. Guy, please can you tell us why people need to be aware of the Therapeutics Bill and what are the problems with it? The Therapeutics Products Bill is an enabling bill. Um, it, an enabling bill appoints a regulator and it says this regulator can do virtually whatever he wants to control our uh, natural products and supplements and so on. So it's a blank check. And what are they, exactly are they going to do? Well, the thrust of the bill is that the government wishes to control herbs, which are actually foods, by classing them as therapeutic products. And uh, so anything that can benefit health uh, can be classed as a benefit uh, uh, as a therapeutic project, and as we know, most foods benefit health. And uh, then they want to uh, control the use of these and introduce synthetics. So here's a list of uh, a, an extract from a list of 300 herbs, uh, which the Ministry of Health here wishes to control. And you can see there are some things that are very familiar to us: coconut tea leaf, cardamom, mustard. Uh, these are all uh, common foods, actually, but uh, the government wishes to classify them as therapeutic products. And uh, you, uh, amazing, absolutely amazing. At the same time, in the same list, it's actually a list of 5,000 ingredients. There are 3,000 synthetics which the government wants to introduce. So, uh, you know, for example, eggplant. Why are we controlling eggplant? Well, eggplant eggplant has some compounds in it which are similar to uh, steroids, and so they're beneficial in some particular way for the health. Our body knows how to absorb them because they're based on DNA, and we're based on DNA. Uh, but in therapeutic products, the government would rather like to kowtow to the pharmaceutical industry and uh, control the use of these in any supplements. I, the same thing is happening in the USA. The Biden administration has just called for all supplement and natural products manufacturers to register with the FDA. So this is coming and it's being driven by the International Coalition of Medicines Regulatory Authorities which is a non-governmental organization largely funded by the pharmaceutical industry, which operates a database which is locked in to all the medicine regulatory authorities in countries around the world. So where is the government getting these ideas from? They're simply being fed in directly through information held in databases. And uh, in that way, they want to uh, regulate the, our whole uh, food supply. It's a, a remarkable endeavor. So basically what they're doing is they're taking something natural like our own physiology that knows how to heal itself. Everything that was God-given on the earth, because I've always said that there's, a, there's something 
natural for every element, both known and as yet known to be known to man. And our bodies are very well designed machines for that in that respect. So these people basically want to take away all the goodness, replace it with all their rubbish, and turn you into a medical junkie. Would that be right? It's already happening. Uh, I mean, if you if you look at your labels in your supermarket, you might buy some vanilla ice cream, for example, and you look and it says it has natural vanilla flavor. Well, that's actually not coming from the vanilla plant. It's coming from a biotechnology vat. If, if it was vanilla, it would have to say natural vanilla extract, real vanilla. This is happening across the board. All these synthetics are coming in, and they're not the same as their natural counterparts. Our body is not necessarily adjusted to them. And what we're looking here is, you know, there are very few things left, uh, and you know this, that we have control over these days. The government wants to control everything. Uh, we, we have, you know, we have our consciousness, we have our experience, uh, we have our behavior, and we also have our food. And now they want to take that food away from us and change basically what has been the subject of millions of years of evolution. We have a, a codependent relationship with our sources of food, DNA. They're, we're all part now, of the biological. Can I, can I just cut in here and say, how does that fit in with the Codex Alimentarius and what overarching uh, organizations are doing, like the United Nations? Um, and how are they trying to, yeah, basically get control of everything through the government policies? There, yeah, there are there are many initiatives here. I and principally, uh, you know that there was a time when people were publishing rules and say, and people were signing up for rules. This is how we're going to manage health, or this is how we're going to do this. This is this agreement. But now it's done directly through information. It, you know, all these interlocking databases. So you have that Codus Alimentaris, which was a, uh, you know, a, a push to regulate our food supply and our, our medical system. But it's gone way beyond that. Now, we have private operators in the global space between countries who are basically locked into government databases. And when a minister is deciding on a policy or a new law, he, he's simply fed a sheet of this is how it's done. And this is exactly what's happening here in New Zealand now. This is the third attempt to get this through. There, there have been big pushback from the population because, of course, 50 percent of people take natural products. But the government now is girding its loins and saying, we're going to do this like Hitler did it, basically. Uh, we're just going to pass a law that says this chap can tell everybody what to do. So the uh, other really it, concerning thing, Guy, is that this um, bill will implement the need for any uh, natural practitioner to have a sponsor. Now, can you just elaborate on that? Because that is not actually a government trained person. It's just somebody who has a good reputable standing in the community. And they are basically going to become a spy for anybody who wants to, um, you know, have nat a natural practice or, or have natural therapies. Yeah, government will be looking after our, over our shoulder. It'll be pretty soon to be looking after, over our shoulder when we have our uh, lunch. 
<laughs> that's the extent of it is and look it's an impossible task you know there are a hundred thousand plants they need an army of people to regulate a hundred thousand plants and uh, and control everybody and it'll be prohibitively costly in fact the the estimated cost of it runs into into hundreds of millions to to put this kind of system in place and uh, the easy part of them is we'll just ban this and we'll ban that and we'll tell them they can't do this. Uh, that that's the kind of what we'll end up with, and we're see, exactly. we're seeing this because in countries all the border. around the world. Because they control the borders, they're going to decide what comes in and what comes out anyway. Things we can't get here on our own. I've always maintained from the start we do not have a health system. We have an illness maintenance system. There is no profit in uh, curing people or keeping them healthy. Yeah, as we said in the last segment, now uh, medical intervention is the leading cause of death in the world. And it used to be the third leading cause of death, but now it's sort of slotted up to number one. The more of this kind of synthetic uh, biotechnology that comes in, the, the worse our health becomes. We have to get back to basics, really, absolutely, in food, DNA. Food based on DNA. Important. Grows in the garden. That people get back to basics in terms of how they talk to their um, politicians and MPs. Emails are not working. Um, you know, these um, petitions aren't working. People need to get on the phone to their local MP. They need to get into their office and actually go and have boots on the ground and talk to these people directly and tell them you do not stand by this. And uh, you do, you want to maintain your birthright to natural um, remedies. So, Guy Hatchard, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we really appreciated you being on with us for the fourth hour on the Alex Jones Show. Taping this important announcement on the afternoon of Thursday, January 5th, 2023. And that means you've only got four days to act if you want to get Vitamin Fusion and DNA Force Plus both at 50% off. Next Monday, the products are going back to full price because they're close to selling out. We won't have more back in stock for months. Everybody should be on Vitamin Fusion and DNA Force Plus. Just look at DNA Force Plus with the PQQ and the CoQ10 and so much more. Documented to clean out your cells, your mitochondria, Take your immune system to the next level and even have your telomeres, that's your DNA, last longer. This is the opposite of what the globalists are doing with their poison shots. This is actually giving your body the tools it needs to regenerate. Get DNA Force Plus and Vitamin Fusion for a limited time for 50% off. You've got until next Monday and your purchase supports the broadcast, keeps us on air. Please take action now for your own wellness and your own health and to keep us on air. Infowarsstore.com. And, of course, that was Dr. Guy Hatchard with us in the previous segment. You can check him out at thehatchardreport.com. And it's just uh, so happens that here at InfoWars, you can go and get so many therapeutics uh, and supplements. The Real Red Pill uh, Plus is back, of course, and that is 50% off. So many great ingredients, vitamin K, B6, B12 beetroot and it's a natural energy boosting blend uh, with caffeine and um, it's got green tea extract, herba mate leaf extract and so much more. It supports you with healthy aging, hormone production, endocrine health um, and mental sharpness. So please go and check out infowarsstore.com uh, before you know these things are totally outlawed and you become a criminal just for actually wanting to look after your health naturally. Calvin, what are we doing in this last final segment here? 
Okay, we're going to have a talk about what's really happening in this country. And please sing along if you know this tune. You're probably getting it in your country as well. Let's look at some of the um, gifts that the New Zealand government just keeps giving and bought us in 2022 and, of course, into 2023. Uh, yeah, so the first uh, look we want to talk, well, the first thing we want to talk about is the increased gun violence that um, should be image nine if we got everything in line in the end. Um, because, of course, after the Christchurch uh, massacre, the gun laws were heavily changed, weren't they, Calvin? Immediately. They already had them on standby, ready to go. They just needed a reason to put them in. And now they've got 23 drive-by shootings in just one single week. And this was actually right after Jacinda Ardern uh, went on her global tour and she was over in the United States and uh, she was on the Stephen Colbert show and she's actually been over there telling um, the US how they should manage their guns. And I'm sure many of you are very unhappy with that. Yeah, well, here she is. She comes, she decimates the gun laws here and basically does a buyback scheme. How you can buy something back that you never owned, who knows? But they did anyway. And as a result, increased gun crime, so many ram raids, so many um, attacks on dairy owners. Uh, the violence here has gone through the roof since she came with, in with her nice, kind gestures and grimacing little face and telling everyone, be kind to each other. Well, they did exactly the opposite. And, of course, um, that's basically what the Democrats have done as well. Like in the Democratic states, Calvin, where they have um, high gun um, gun control laws, that the... Um Violence and the gun um, criminals, criminals are through the roof. So it's not the good upstanding citizens that have their gun licenses that are doing these crimes. It's obviously... Well, basically, if a criminal believes that if he breaks into a house, he's going to get shot, he'll think twice and therefore not probably not do it unless he's certifiably mad. If he knows that everyone's disarmed, he's got free pickings, isn't he? That's right. And um, there is a uh, mainstream story that was going around in New Zealand that um, the TikTok and the adrenaline rush is actually what is behind a lot of these ram raids here in New Zealand. It's young people. They are ramming cars into you know jewellery stores and other stores with high value items, kind of like what we're seeing in the US where people are just, you know, these Antifa types um, that are just basically going into stores, taking what they want, uh, knowing that they won't actually be... Um, there won't be serious and consequences. The, and a lot of the criminal organisations are using young people because they don't actually face criminal charges as adults. So therefore, it's usually just youth court, clap on the hand and get back home. Yes. And of course, Calvin, the climate change narrative is rolling out as well. And many of you will have heard last year here in New Zealand that we, uh, the New Zealand government wants to tax farmers for the um, the flatulence that these cows are emitting. And of course, it is just... Ridiculous. I think they want to reduce dairy farming by about 14%. Um, we have image 12 there as a headline, the CNN headline. It actually, that story went around the world. Um, and it, and then, then, of course, we've got these 20 minute cities as well, Calvin. What yeah, do you want to say about that? Discussed. Basically, what's going to happen is you uh, think, hunger, think Hunger Games, districting, having to have permission to leave the area, much like we did with the lockdowns, just to get everyone used to um, being partitioned off from their family and friends. It's just an ongoing thing. It's not about health. It's completely about control. Um, Infowars and Alex Jones has been pushing this and telling you for years what's coming, and here it is on our doorstep. And yet, because there's so many battlefronts, everyone are fighting different uh, symptoms of this main disease, and the main disease is control of humanity, and transhumanism is their end goal.
Definitely. And another way they've been doing that here in New Zealand, Calvin, is three waters where they are uh, here in New Zealand. We have um, councils which regulate local areas and local communities and things like water and um, other amenities have been administered by our local councils. And now the Government is nationalising that even further uh, and they actually want to take control of that. And what we're seeing also is a division here um, of based on race, Calvin. It's an apartheid system where they're trying to say, OK, those that we're calling the native population, you are now going to control all aspects of water. It's not just three waters, there's actually five different types of waters. That everything from lakes, rivers, what comes out of your tap, even what falls from so, the sky. Sewage. Sewage the lot. Um, only it is not benefiting the average Māori over here at all. It's only the iwis, the iwi elite, which is corporate bodies, which is a crown entity anyway and anything um, but name only. And, of course, that also ties back to the UN uh, with the Indigenous Peoples um, Act and the legislation around that where they are literally here in New Zealand dividing our country again uh, on race based on the Treaty of Waitangi Act 1972. Because if they can divide us, the World Treaty of Waitangi Act 1975. I'm oh, sorry. Um, it basically was a fraud, an absolute fraud. But we forensically proved it on the Calispin episode. Uh, but the government doesn't like to acknowledge that because they have an agenda. They have their foot on the gas. They're not taking it off for anyone. All the submissions, all the phone calls, all the protests, no matter what you do, it is coming anyway. There has to be another way around it. And we've been saying, do your own. As the guy said, get back to basics, get back to local community, get back to that strong family because that is what they want to eviscerate. That's right. And um, of course, internationally, the World Economic Forum Davos meetings are happening next week. And uh, you can go and check out their website there and actually go online and watch their streaming coverage. Now, it is really important that people all around the world start watching this and waking themselves up to what is getting rolled out. Because as you all know, problem, reaction, solution. These people um, who already are the, basically the technocratic bureaucrats of the world, Klaus Schwab, unelected officials, already have their solutions in place, which is the smart cities, which is taking away our freedoms, removing the farmers off the land, bringing in the, um, the fake food that's grown in the lab, and they will create these disasters and they will create a living crisis. This is what they're going to be talking about. They will create famine. They will create disease. And our uh, former Prime Minister, Helen Clark, gave a lecture about this two years ago. And she said that this is all coming. And it's not by accident. It's all by the design. Engineering and completely destroying your, um, your lands. I mean, the 1080 drops. Banned in most country, but dropped here. Love to poison the food chain because where does that end up? Into the animals and into you. It's just a constant attack on your body. Well, and that's another thing uh, with the guns, Cohen. They don't want hunters to be able to go out into the land and actually, um, you know, go and find some deer or some goat uh, here in New Zealand. So they are poisoning this country, killing off the bird life, all because they're saying they want to control possums. Um, and again, little old New Zealand, a backwater where a lot of these policies are tested. We are the lab rats of, New Ze of the world many times. And we have to also... With our cousins across the ditch, Australia, of course, they had some of the worst lockdowns. We possibly had the second worst because we have always been tested on. And if we buy it, they farm it out to the rest of the world. So sorry, guys, it's actually our fault. You guys are getting such tyranny laid at your feet. Over here as well, there's been an attack on our um, energy independence 
like in the US, funny that, again, if I said, if you know this tune, sing along, uh, with the Marsden Point shutdown, our only oil refinery. We have enough oil in our Great South Basin alone to be energy independent for centuries. Centuries. We have amazing gas, but they want to regulate it all, make it scarce or seemingly scarce. Oil is the next biggest um, liquid on the earth next to water. It's most prevalent next to water. Um, and the earth generates it. So it's not a scarcity. There's no peak oil. It's not going to run out. It's a fabricated lie. Um, so if you want to check out more on that information over here on the Marsden attack, go look at Digging at Marsden and, of course, Operation Good Oil. Both of those groups doing amazing jobs at bringing that subject to life here. And now, but just before we wrap it up, we want to bring your attention uh, to this New Dawn magazine. It is actually an Australian publication, and uh, that was censored last week off the shelves here in New Zealand, all because uh, they told the story of the... Um, the strange story of Brenton Tarrant. And he, of course, is the Christchurch shooter. Uh, he is um, in Spoiler, jail. Three Brendan Tarrants and the one they've got inside at the moment who pleaded guilty, who is now uh, challenging that guilty plea because they tortured and coerced him, he says. Um, he's got the IQ of a rock. Yes. He he's like, Christchurch was New Zealand's Port Arthur Massacre. So that that is showing you that Whitcall is one of our biggest uh, stationery shops has taken that off the shelves. But um, you guys have a right to know the information, so um, you'll have to find it elsewhere. Now, uh, you may notice um, this is a new jacket I'm wearing, and I just wanted to give a massive shout-out uh, to LonelyLingerie.Earth. They are an amazing company. Actually, that was very loved by a lot of Hollywood um uh, actors, actresses over there in America, and they are a small New Zealand company, and Antifa and Black Lives Matter went after them, and we're going to bring you their story. Corrine in Massachusetts, you're on the air. Thanks for calling. Honored to be talking with you, Alex. I've been listening since 2016, and I am a financial supporter ever since. Thank you. I'd like to promote your nitric oxide product. I actually market a competitor for 20 years. I've done over $30 million in that product, so I know a little bit about nitric oxide. It is, according to the Nobel Prize in Medicine, 1998, it is the key signaling molecule to the entire cardiovascular system and it is used by every single cell in the human body and the reason that we can't generate as much as we get older is because the lining of the arteries the endothelial lining gets damaged and that's where it gets generated so when you're taking nitric oxide all the other products that your listeners are taking work better because it's like putting a pump in a fish tank everything circulates it regulates the whole arteries and the arterial system so I I would have every one of your listeners add that product and all the other products are going to work better and they're going to protect those ACE receptors. Absolutely. But it's Nitric Boost from InfoWars MD, the new product line. This is a clone that the company authorizes to do it. Private label by us of one of the top selling Nitric Boost products in the country. Already tested, already loved, already five-star reviewed. We're now able to private label it. Hope everybody gets Nitric Boost available at InfoWarsStore.com under the InfoWars MD line of products and then it funds the InfoWar, a 360 win. Everybody should get Nitric Boost today. You're watching the American Journal with Harrison Smith. The Alex Jones Show. This is the War Room with Owen Schroyer. InfoWars, the most banned network in the world.
There is a war on for your mind. Your mind is a battlefield. This is an information war. InfoWars popularized those terms more than two decades ago. And today, whether it's Donald Trump or Governor DeSantis or Dr. Robert Malone, they're all using the terms that InfoWars has popularized because we understand the enemy's operations and we know how to beat them. But we can't do it without funding. And we make it easy to fund with great products that empower you and your immune system and your family as well. You can also make straight donations at InfoWarsStore.com, clicking on the big red banner, a one-time or recurring. But I'm asking you to take action. We're nonviolent. But every time you donate money, every time you buy products, every time you keep us on air, you are literally, nonviolently, politically, punching the new world order in the nose. Punching their lies in the nose. We are going to defeat the new world order. We're going over the top. But right now is a critical juncture. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com and donate now. Donate now. Donate now.